0: This A's cast download is brought to you by Link soul Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Betting. Love where you sleep. Go to NessBetting.com.
1: The swing and a high fly ball. Deep left center field. Fletcher is back. He's at the wall. It's a grand slam for Ryan Nota. It's the A's first of 2023, and he has tied the game at eight.
2: It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. The numbers is 833-625-2278. The A's fall to the Orioles, 7-2. The numbers once again, 833-625-2278. We'll be taking your calls. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse show here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Jessica Klein-Schmidt and Cody Elias here. Chris Townsend will join us later on. We're going to take it over to Ken Korak and... Ken, man, this was a this was a tough one really lost footing in the 10th there Adrian Martinez with that wild pitch a walk then it kind of created this domino effect from there He gets the loss. Was it a command issue Ken? What was going on with Adrian?
3: Well, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I think so and, and you know, he spent some time injured this year a lot of time in AAA and Yeah, I guess, especially against this Orioles offense. You've got to be sharp with your command. So You know Jess, I'm sure that what you're saying has some merit uh, they're really good and the A's are having a tough time late in ball games right now as you know and As we said during the broadcast the A's were one in five on the road trip three of the losses were Absorbed by the bullpen and so it's, it's just tough for them to find reliable guys to come in especially late especially today because the game went to the 10th inning and they had already used Erceg and Snead in May the guys the A's like to use when you get to uh, toward the end of a game when the A's have the lead or the game is tied. So, um, you know, bullpens are, are that way. You know, last year, the A's, they relied on guys like Zach Jackson and Danny Jimenez and Domingo Acevedo. They all had really good years, and now they're, all three of those guys are hurt or even not in the organization, like in the case of uh, of uh, Acevedo. So, but, uh, you know, for the rest of the year, they've got to think it's, it's an area that they have to figure out if, if they can
4: Kind of positive from this game would be Ken Waldachuk. And he's been much better over his past five games. Four starts, he's a 3.24 ERA, and he's now third in the American League among rookies in strikeouts. Fourteen swings and misses tonight on the three pitches he threw. What have you seen from him during his recent turnaround for the A's in their pitching staff?
3: Well, I think credit to Scott Emerson and uh, the rest of the staff, because when Waldachuk was sent down to the bullpen, the imploring to him was be more aggressive, don't pace yourself. And come out and, you know, throw in the first inning that you pitch, you know, as if maybe it's the fourth or fifth inning and, and be aggressive from the start. And so I think we've seen that from him. He hit 96 with a well placed fastball early in the game. He didn't sit at that velocity, but thought he had good command today, Commander, and you know, seven K's and five and two thirds. And this is something that's really important for the team. His last three starts, sixteen and two thirds and five earned runs. As we said on the broadcast, the A's, I think, going into the offseason really need to feel like they have a, a, a rotation. Maybe not all five, but at least three or four guys they feel they can go forward with going into the offseason. And I think Waldachuk, and there was a lot of promise when, when he came up and pitched pr- pretty well for the A's last year down the stretch after the trade from the Yankees. So uh, this is the best stretch that he's had this year. I think that bodes well for the rest of this year and certainly on into the future.
2: Definitely. It's good to see him coming off of a couple of solid outings as well on the road, Ken. You know, it was kind of the Eletemus Diaz game, two home runs fourth career two home run game and and watching Diaz when he has games like this Ken this is the guy that the A's sought after the moment he took home that World Series championship with the A's he got or with the Astros he got a call from the A's I feel like this is the Eletimus Diaz that the A's wanted to see from the very beginning
3: yeah I agree and we always liked him when he was playing for the Astros he was not a a regular player but a guy who could fill in and play a lot of positions and impact the game and it was interesting too and as we said at the time in the sixth inning the A's used three lefty pinch hitters against Fuji but they didn't pitch hit for Ledmus Diaz and that paid off with that line drive down the left field line and you know, one thing I want to mention too even though the outcome was disappointing and with the Orioles scoring the five runs in the 10th inning this was a very interesting ball game and it was well played um, you know throughout got away from the A's in the 10th but I think it's a pretty good example that you can still come out and see a, a good ball game even with this huge disparity between the records of these two ball clubs but the Orioles having the best record in the league and of course the A's at the bottom of that so um, I think the fans had a good time out here tonight.
4: Uh, Kent, one, one last one for you this is more on the lighter side. It's uh, Star Wars Drone Show is about to start here at the Coliseum. Uh, I saw Boba Fett and some of the stormtroopers in the radio booth with you. Who is your favorite Star Wars character? I'm kind of putting you on the spot here.
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I spent a little time down on the field before the game. We were doing the Bill King ceremony. And, you know, Darth Vader, he's a pretty imposing character down there, right? And so when the A's, I don't know if you noticed, Commander, because the A's were already out on the field and uh, Walshuk was warming up. And so the, the exchange of lineup cards occurred to the right of home plate. And uh, the two of the coaches were out there with the umpires, Tony Manzolino for the Orioles and Eric Martins for the A's. And Darth Vader got right in the middle of that. So that might have been an all-time first when, you know, Darth was right there with the exchange of lineup cards before the game. We were thinking maybe that might bring the A's some luck here tonight. It didn't happen, though.
2: <laughs> I am so out of the loop when it comes to Star Wars. So thank you for taking that over, Ken. I appreciate that. I'm here
3: for you, Jess.
2: <laughs> I appreciate it. And have a good rest of your night. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay, thanks, you guys. And that was Ken Korak. You know, the A's fall to the Orioles 7-2 to and extras here on Star Wars night. Unfortunately, I think Cody and Townie later on are going to ask you more Star Wars questions, but the crowd is lining up for the drone show, getting that all taken care of. Stay with us. We'll go over the game here on the A's Clubhouse show.
3: Or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the
5: official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Staples has big savings on everything you need for back to school or stocking up the office. Save on signs, banners, and posters from Staples Print and Marketing Services. Save on everything you need for travel, like luggage, tech, and travel size personal items. Plus, save on all your school essentials, from notebooks to markers. Now at Staples, you can save even more with $20 back in rewards on your in-store purchase of $50 or more. Get everything for the office and the classroom for less at Staples. Ends 819. Redeemable in-store only. Rewards members only. You're listening to the A's
1: Clubhouse Show.
2: Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. The number is 833-625-2278. Jessica Klein-Schmidt here with Cody Elias. And Cody, let's go over that 10th inning again. I was looking at it just kind of, you watch it happen. You go back and you see. you kind of see the box score and the summary of the actual game kind of listed for you. It started with this wild pitch from Adrian Martinez and then a walk. And then it kind of created this domino effect. And it just looked like the command was off, like his changeup wasn't working. His changeup was in the dirt constantly. And Adrian Martinez has definitely been the theme of the A's is, I guess you can say this collectively across the league. Cole Irvin did it. He went to the bullpen to figure some things out. But for Adrian Martinez, you know, he went back to tri- to AAA. a he was doing some starting, but Kott said right at the beginning, we're not going to have him as a starter. It's just not in those cards again. But he was a starter at one point, and so it's kind of interesting to see how these guys go back into the bullpen and figure some things out. And then in this case, maybe maybe not so much. So just like what Ken said, you know, the game was was played collectively well, but when it comes down to it and you dip in the bullpen and, you know, Trevor May was doing solid and to dip in there and, and – go and see what adrian martinez can do was not necessarily the right decision i just like it's tough man you know like like ken said great game up until that point
4: yeah it's it's tough because when you when you when the game start with a runner on second base and we know with the Orioles how good they are they have the best record in the american league but when adrian martinez comes in and bounces balls in the dirt and his command doesn't look good at first and you, you walk guys and you're letting guys score. I mean, scoring one run won't kill you, two runs probably not, but when you give up five runs in the top of the 10th inning, that's a lot of pressure to put on your offense in the coming up in the bottom half of the inning. And the has got the first two guys on, and then they had the bases loaded, and, and they didn't come through. So it was just a a, it's a disastrous 10th inning. I hate to say that, but it was kind of a disastrous 10th inning after we saw very solid pitching from from Ken Waldachuk, Luces, Lucas Ursake, Kirby Sneed, and, and Trevor May, and they've all pitched better. Kirby Sneed's been great since he's – He's so he's given up a run since August 2nd, I believe. So, he's been great coming back from injury. And Trevor May has been a lot better lately. And it was a great start from Ken Waldachuk. But the 10th inning just did the team in.
2: Yeah. You you know also have to give props where, where they're due. Just like Ken said, you can't make mistakes against a lineup like that. And we, we talk about Ryan Mountcastle. Now, he also gave the O's the lead last Saturday in the 10th inning against the Seattle Mariners. And heading into today, Mountcastle was hitting 381. So, he was 32 for 84. And – 10 extra base hits, 16 runs, 15 RBI in that 24-game on-base streak. He now, after today, raised that to a 25-game on-base streak. And just overall, I mean, Gunnar Henderson. You had Gunnar Henderson versus Zach Geloff in this matchup. That's two of the best rookies in the game right now. If it wasn't for Josh Young getting you know, his finger broken, maybe he'd be out there for Rookie of the Year, but those odds ballooned since Young landed on the IL. But... You know, even just Adley Rutschman. He's not a rookie anymore, but that guy is just so solid. And, you know, we talk about these catchers when they're coming up in the ranks and they're streamlined through just maturity level overall. And, of course, Adley has that strong background with his grandfather, and that certainly helps. But it's just one of those things where, you know, you watch Brandon Hyde and him and Mark Kotze are very close too. And Hyde definitely had a similar scenario that Kotze was dealing with a couple of seasons ago where the Orioles were definitely looking at the loot, the losing column dead pan in the face and hides, you know, figuring those things out. And this guy definitely understands where Kotz is coming from. So overall, just to have these two teams go up against each other, there's definitely some, some solid points, but Cody, we got to really take a look at the, the, the future of not just this team and that team, but you know, the, the league overall. And I think that's been That's kind of cool to watch.
4: Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't. I don't want to say this because you know we, we talk about how the, the model franchise is either the Astros or the Dodgers when it comes to building your team because they both do it really well, player development and drafting. And the Astros, what they're tanking in the early aughts in 2011, 12, and 13, and you know the players they got from Correa and you know um, Alex Bregman and guys like that. And then you know they made smart signings. Where the Orioles have kind of done all theirs through the drafting with Adley Rushman, who's leading off as a switching catcher because he sees a lot of pitches. Which that's that's genius to have him lead up. Plus, he's your he's your best player, and they have good players around him: Gunnar Henderson, Cedric Mullins, A's Killer, Austin Hayes, who hit, is hitting over yeah. like three sixty in his career versus the A's. Another home run tonight. Now it's three career home runs versus the A's. I think if the A's want to model their rebuild off a team more recently, it has to be Baltimore mm-hmm. because Baltimore lost one hundred and fifteen games in twenty eighteen, then one hundred eight and nineteen, then the COVID year they lost thirty five, and then they lost one hundred and ten in twenty twenty one. Then last year they were eighty three and seventy nine, and. Their big free agent move this offseason was Kyle Gibson, who mm-hmm. started the game last night. So, the, the, and they're not making; they don't make a lot of splashy signings. They didn't make it. They, I mean, they got um, um, Jack Flaherty at the deadline. Like they didn't make any big moves. They, they're building. All, most of their top prospects are here. Daryl Hernays is now with the A's, but Westberg's up, Henderson's up. All they got uh, Grayson Rodriguez. So they're they're drafting and developing really well. And the A's are starting to do that now with Lawrence Butler, mm-hmm. Zach Galloff, Soderstrom. So. If you can kind of follow what the Orioles are doing, I'm not saying lose 110 games every year like they have because Michael Ash is a disciple of Jeffrey Luno, but I think this is something that you could kind of watch and see what the Orioles are doing because they're at, in the thick of it in the American League. They're leading the AL, AL East, even though the, the Rays keep winning even without any of their guys, you know, McClanahan and the whole Wander Franco situation. But um, tough, tough game tonight, but there were a lot of positives with Ken Waldachuk and Ole Miss Diaz, which we'll get into.
2: Definitely, and uh, yeah, props to... Another Elias for what he's done. Melanie, no relation. Melanie Newman, of course, talked about him um, during the A's total access presented by Chevron Show. And, yeah, Geloff again by the eighth inning. He was batting three oh two through his first 30 major league games. And it's just more props and more promise for the future. We have Andrea on the line. Andrea, hi, how's it going?
6: Hi. Oh, hey, how are you?
2: Good. Good to hear from you. What you got?
6: Yeah, I just uh – Wanted to be positive. And uh, I was at the A's game yesterday. And uh, just a shout-out for the A's doing such a great job on um, Jerry Garcia night. Mm-hmm. Uh, the T-shirt giveaway. And then the pregame concert was really awesome. A lot of fans were there. And they had uh, Stu Allen in the Mars Hotel. He actually sang the national anthem. They had Moon Alice perform. And um, Graeme Lash, uh, Phil Lesh's son, so all in all, you know, they had vendors. It was just real special. And then tonight was Star Wars night. So I guess I'm just trying to focus on the positive. And um, just so you know, Mercury's going to go retrograde. I thought I'd tell A's fans. Oh, um, okay. August 23rd to September 15th. So double check any travel plans, communications, technology. So uh, things start getting a little funky beforehand, so just a reminder. But um, it was really fun to beat the A's game yesterday. The energy was really great, and it looked like Star Wars was pretty fun, too. And, yeah, that was pretty crazy, the bottom of the ninth inning and extra innings. And, uh, you know, the A's make it interesting, I'll say that.
2: They really do. The one thing about this team is you don't hold your breath. Toward the end of the game, and that's definitely something to take into account. Thank you, Andrea, for your call. It's good to hear from you. thanks. Take good care. You as well. She's right, though. The Star Wars night was pretty fun. I don't do Star Wars. That's not my thing. If you all had, like, a 90-day fiancé night, I'd be all about that. Real Housewives night, sign me up. But I'm I'm not a Star Wars person. But I will say just the energy was really good. I love the drone show. It's something so unique. If you guys are ever curious about it, definitely come out and check it out because it's just awesome. The fans are actually lining up on the field right now. But let's go back to Ken Waldachuk. You know, I talked about him in the pregame show. Really solid couple of outings. He managed to bring down his ERA to under three in his last couple of outings heading into today's game. And Johnny D talked about the confidence. And I just noticed it, honestly, today, heading into the game. There's just a lot of... It feels like he's alleviated a lot of stuff, whether it's stress or just being more relaxed, more down to earth, more approachable, all of those things. And I genuinely feel that there's just something that ticked in him because overall in 90 frames, he had one of the worst DRAs in the league heading into today's game. Yeah,
4: I believe his 607 coming into the game was the third worst in the majors, what, behind only Luke Weaver and Jordan Lyles, former Oriole, now with the Kansas City Royals, who we'll see starting on Monday, but... Walter Chuck today, five and two thirds, allowed four hits, two runs, three walks, seven strikeouts, two home runs allowed. Um, he's I, I, I don't want to jot it down, but third in the American League and rook, among rookie pitchers in strikeouts. Only uh, uh, BB from the Guardians and Hunter Brown from the Astros have more strikeouts. Uh, 81 pitches, 54 strikes, 14 swings and misses tonight. So Wattachuk has looked a lot better over his last five games, four starts. His ERA is at 324 in 25 innings. So I like what I have saw from him tonight. Building off the start that he had last year, the final game of the year against the Angels and Shohei Otani, that was what everyone was basing off of. Like, okay, can we see more of this from Wattachuk to start the year? Mm-hmm. And it just didn't happen to start out the year. Now the ERA is under six, which is still high, but a much better start today. And, and David Forrest uh, mentioned yesterday with uh, with Tony on Ace Cast Live that He's liked what he's seen out of Waldock. He's getting better each start, he's, and and that's what we've seen again tonight. I wish, I would have loved to see him go six innings because he only threw eighty point eighty one pitches. So I had to get at matchups and all that. But uh, overall, I can't you know pretty impressive what Waldochuk was able to do tonight against a very good Orioles lineup.
2: Did Forrest mention the the patience that that took because Waldachuk did the thing where he went to the the bullpen, tried to figure some things out. The stuff was always there. Was it about patience? Was it about giving him a chance? Was it about lack of other availability from pitchers? What was the scenario there? Did he mention anything about that?
4: Not really, but he, he's mentioned for the last couple of times he's been on about, you know, practicing patience with among the team mm. with everything going on. And, you know, they're trying to develop these guys. If it's not him, it's Luis Medina. And it's, you know, before it was Hogan Harris. They're trying to develop build a staff next year behind J.P. Sears. Mm. And, um and and, and I, I like what I've seen from Medina, but it was a rough start last night. But you wanna you hopefully wanna build behind Sears and Waldachuk going forward and Medina and maybe Hogan Harrison. Joey Sis is a guy we want to see in AAA. but um yeah, he didn't really say much about patience, but I think that the bullpen the bullpen and the opener kind of helped him a little bit. I know the record with the opener isn't great. But Waldachuk, I think has been a lot better. Even over his last ten games the Air A's over four, but it's not it's four fourteen, that's not bad. Or it's not it's not six oh seven, but uh, overall, between him and the and the guys out of the bullpen, besides the tenth inning, it was a, it was a good game all around from the pitching staff.
2: Yeah, no, and, and like I, the thing I've noticed about this this time in the season, you know, what's interesting is I believe, I mean, I guess it depends on how the Astros and the Rangers did, but up until this point, the A's weren't mathematically out of
4: the tragic number. The tragic
2: number, which was very interesting, and now it's kind of a a nod to how even the playing field is probably a bad you know example going up against well, the Baltimore Orioles but it's definitely been there's not one team kind of blowing everybody out of the water this season.
4: Yeah, no. Um the well the Braves are pretty good. Um they they but in American League, yeah, it's the Rangers and Astros are the two teams you you're kind of watch besides the Orioles you're kind of watch. The Rays are there with the injuries mm-hmm. with all the injuries but Houston lost tonight. Uh they they lost at Seattle 10-3 and I believe I'm trying to see what what the Rangers ended up doing. Uh Texas Where's Texas? Uh, interesting, Texas is not showing up on my iPad here, so uh, I don't know why, but anyway, yeah, so Houston lost. So the A's are not mathematically eliminated, but I don't, I mean, whatever, we know that. It It was just an interesting little tidbit,
2: but just like you said, you know, J.P. Sears leads the way as far as pitchers go. He actually gets the start tomorrow. We'll go over that later. Um, We're going to Coming up, actually, we're going to hear from Mark Kotze. More to go over because there's always plenty to go over with this A's 7-2 loss to the Baltimore Orioles. Uh stay tuned as the A's Clubhouse Show continues. Is convenience a state of mind or a real thing? At Extra Mile, it's a real thing, and it's in everything they do. The stores are spacious, organized, clean, and well lit, so you can get in quickly, get what you need, and keep going. It's just what you'd expect from a place serving up the hot and fresh food and snacks you love. So treat you right. And check out Extra Mile's fresh take on the convenience store experience. Extra Mile convenience stores at select Chevron and Texaco locations.
0: This is Chris Townsend and Commander Cody for Link Soul. you got to go to their website right now, linksoul.com. The new polos are unbelievable, new colors, lighter weight. We got our new summer shipment, Cody. I couldn't be
4: happier. I look better, all thanks to Link Soul.
0: So we're talking about new polos. You can check out their shorts, anything you need for summer. They have it right now. When you go to their website, they've got a smoking summer deal. Go to linksoul.com. That's
1: linksoul.com. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com.
2: Watch parties aren't what they used to be ever since we got
7: Xfinity. Now that kids can easily stream all their favorite stuff, they just have to worry about what's on the charcuterie
3: board. Are these just cut up hot dogs and spray cheese?
7: The best way to stream your
2: favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Now through September 6th, get 1.2 gig internet for $25 a month for two years when you get Xfinity Mobile with no annual contract. Plus, add Now TV for just $20 a month. Switch today. Requires paperless spilling and auto pay with bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Now TV and Xfinity Mobile require Xfinity Internet. After promo, regular apply. Actual speeds vary.
1: You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
2: Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. The number is 833-625-2278. Jessica Kleinschmidt here with Cody Elias. We're going to take a look at our out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. The Rockies and White Sox went up against one another. The Rockies fall to the White Sox. 11 to 5. Freeland gets his fifth win of the season. The Braves and Giants. Braves defeated the Giants 6 to 5. Iglesias gets his 24th save of the season. Yates 7 and 0. Two eight one ERA for him over there on the Braves. Mets and Cardinals. Mets 13. Cardinals 2. That's crazy. That's a little football score.
4: Yeah, well... It's been a bad year for both of them. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> things, so. are,
2: things aren't looking great over there. Pirates and Twins. Pirates defeated the Twins 7-4. to Let's go. Cody Keller gets his 10th win of the season. Gray gets his 6th loss of the season. Bednar gets his 26th save. Mariners defeated the Astros 10-3. Gilbert gets his 11th win of the season. Angels and Rays. Rays defeated the Angels 18-4. Cody Elias. Eflin gets his 13th win of the season. Sandoval gets the loss over there. Blue Jays defeated the Reds 4-3. Bassett, our boy, 12th win of the season. Romano gets his 30th save of the season. Tigers and Guardians. Tigers defeated the Guardians 4-3. Manning gets his 5th win of the season. Glasnow gets a loss Against the Angels. Because oh, they had a double header. I was like, this looks yeah. familiar. Yeah, they're playing double dips. That's right, because of, of the, the hurricane. Lever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Glasnow gets the loss um, earlier in the day. This was 7-6. to six. Angels defeated the Rays. Brewers and Rangers. Brewers defeated the Rangers 6-1. to one. The lights are going out for the Star Wars drone show. Look at all those lightsabers. Is that right? Lightsabers? Yes,
4: they are. There's not enough red for me. I'm they're <laughs> too, many, too many green and blue.
2: Phillies. 12-3 to 3 over the Nationals. Padres fall to the Diamondbacks, 6-4. to 4. Merrill Kelly gets the win, his 10th of the season. Um, Padres
4: done. They're now 59-66, so the Padres done. The,
2: the Padres are done. Do you want me to say they, it? They,
4: they've, they've been done. It's Do okay.
2: you want me to say it? It's over. Is our good friend on the hot seat?
4: Oh, wow. Calling shots fired about For yeah. the
2: record, you've I been begging so. me no. to yeah. say that. You've been begging me to say that. You
4: know what annoys me about them? Uh, Tatis' bat flip last night in their win. Like, come on, dude. Your your team stinks. Why are Mm -hmm. you bat flipping? You're under 500. and you're out of the playoffs.
2: Mm -hmm. Chris Townsend joins us here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Townie, how was TV?
0: Uh, Pre-game was fun.
2: It always is, right?
0: <laughs> and then I uh, love me
2: a good pregame show, right? Before we're, all of this goes down,
0: we're just enthusiastic, and it's Star Wars night. And what Star Wars character would you be? And God, it's great I hate that and then,
2: Your boy Cody asked me that. I don't care. Nobody you know, I uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I gotta tell you, tonight it's it's kind of like want to come on and talk about. Waldichuk threw through the ball well, Cole Irvin threw the ball well. We had a nice tight game, you know, two home runs for them, two home runs for us. It's 2-2, you go to the 10th, and then just disaster all around where you give up five and it was just ugly. And it's, you know, that's not how you want to see a game like this played out because for nine innings, it was a really good game.
2: Yeah, it really was. It was definitely like a ball game, and it was yeah. good for both sides and especially going up against a team like that. And, you know, you mentioned the 10th. It was, you know, Adrian Martinez as wild pitch and then a walk and then the changeup being thrown in the dirt, loss of command. What did Stu say about what was not working for Adrian Martinez?
0: I uh, didn't say much, but I think it's also a situation to where you're putting somebody in a situation they're not used to being in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're not talking about a lockdown reliever when you're talking about Martinez. If anything, if he's coming in as a reliever, I mean, he's used to being a starter. If he's going to come in, he's used to being a long guy. Now, I know we're getting into this world where we like to say, well, you're a pitcher. You should be ready to pitch at any point. I agree with that. But there also is reality. You want to put people in the best positions to succeed. Was this the right moment? I mean, it's always tough to know because a manager is not going to come out and tell you before the game who's available, who's not. We don't know that kind of stuff. So uh, you have to think that some guys had to be down tonight, and this was one of the options if you are going to get late in the game, and Martinez was that guy. I don't think it was a great fit, so I'm not shocked that Mm -hmm. five runs end up getting put up on the board. But – I mean tough and then the A's, let's be honest. You had your shot with bases loaded, nobody out, and you struck out three straight times.
2: Yeah. Was it a scenario where because it was the tenth inning, perhaps a a dip another dip into the bullpen needed to be made because Cody and I were kind of talking about it, like why why get rid of it? Was it May that was on? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. 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 So why is that just because they weren't sure if May was going to last more than an inning? I mean, I just I don't understand that. Well, yeah, and, and
4: pitch the 10th for the Orioles if it was
2: still a close game. Yeah, and well,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, and obviously no one asked it in the media. I mean, something that we can address tomorrow. Yeah, because yeah, all of a sudden you're asking, once again, you want to put players in the best positions to succeed. You're bringing in Martinez where he's now coming in runner's already on second he didn't put him there he's not a stopper type reliever I mean this guy is a he's a starter who you're who you're just throwing in there as a reliever so you're throwing a guy in there just to throw him in or or, I mean either of you you're not shocked to give up five runs right
2: no but but what's that transition like because you know like I think of the whole entire season where these guys are trying to figure out who they are. And of course injuries happen like James Caprillion and then trades were to happen like Fuji, that scenario. How, what's that transition like? Because I feel if, if you were just an innocent bystander and you were to say, this guy went from being a starter to being able to compact his innings from hopefully five or six to one or two, why would somebody struggle in that regard because it's of the, the more pressure situation? Or why, why wouldn't that person just succeed if you're not, no longer elongating his outings? Is it being stretched out? It, it, it's not complicated.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just like anybody at your own job. When your boss asks you to do something that you're normally not doing, it's not going to be as easy as something that you're used to doing. Mm-hmm. That's just how we work as human beings. And when you're asking a guy who for the majority of his career he's gotten to warm up before the game, he has a routine. It's always, you know, what happens when you turn starters into relievers. It's the same thing when you turn a reliever into a starter. Relievers are used to it's it's going all out for one inning. And you're trying to, you know, you're trying, you're giving it all you got. Sometimes you only got two pitches, and now you try and stretch a guy out. He's not used to going three or four innings, and he's gassed because he doesn't know what it's like to not have to throw everything as hard as he can. So there's a transition both way, both ways going from starter to reliever or reliever to starter. Uh, you know, and normally a reliever is a guy. Phone call comes down. He gets up. It's 8, 10 pitches. You're ready to go, and you come in, and and you're ready to rock, and you know what you're up against, and you're trying to blow everybody away. That's modern-day baseball, right? You're trying to strike everybody out. Well, a starter is not built that way. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not trying to make total excuses. Now, he's used to now coming in as a middle reliever, where now we're asking Adrian Martinez, think about this. We're asking him to come out in a tough situation and just wear it and get us outs. Need yeah. you to go as long as you can and get outs. Well, that's not how this outing is. This outing is mm-hmm. a whole different deal where the game is completely on the line. It is tied. It's 10th inning. It's runner on second. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of stuff going on. You're thrown into a fire that you're not used to.
2: Yeah. And it, just, it, it was just too bad because, you know, you had – All the makings of a good game for it to just unravel like that. Uh, But, yeah, no, there was the positive of Ken Waldachuk. We're going to say that, oh, there's fireworks, too. Did I know that? I guess not. Drone show. Yeah, but I didn't know there was drones and fireworks. Oh, Uh, come on. It's the best in the
0: business at the Coliseum. Sounds like a
2: hazard to me, but five, seven strikeouts and five and two third innings for Waldechuk. Four hits, two runs, three walks. He, of course, did give up those two homers. Here's what he had to say after the game.
1: Um, uh, just starting off
0: with uh, um he's had a pretty good stretch here. Another pretty solid outing for him today. What do you see from overall?
8: Yeah, I thought, you know, Kenny, outside of the two home runs, Pitched a great game. Um, obviously, the strikeouts show that seven strikeouts in a good lineup. Uh, you know, five and two thirds battled. Um, you know, did a great job tonight, really. Um, what do you think over this last month? Um, what area do
0: you think uh, maybe you've seen? I don't know improvement, but just maybe leading to maybe better results for him as opposed to maybe earlier on in the season.
8: Yeah, you know, for Ken, I think. <clears throat> I think he's just understanding how to pitch a little bit better. Um, you know, the, the execution of the pitches are starting to get better. The misses are starting to get better. Um, you know, over the over the over the period of time that you're talking about, the last month. So, um, again, we you know we talk a lot about the young pitchers and the time it takes to, to come here and, and have immediate success. And you know, I think the further Ken's gone along, like you've talked about, um, you know, the more it's not just about throwing, throwing it as hard as you can. Um, it's, it's about the execution of the pitches and mixing your pitches, being able to use the changeup behind the count, and I think we saw some of that tonight.
3: Yes, Aletniss uh, probably doesn't strike anybody as a home run hitter, but it's the fourth time in his career that he has hit two home runs in a game. Could you talk a little bit about his display of power today that kept you guys in the game?
8: Yeah, I think, you know, Aletniss's at-bats tonight were great. Um, you know, he's a veteran player that, that has had tons of success on a championship team, and, uh, you know he knows how to take in a bat, and tonight, you know the, the results of those two home runs. He he has enough power to hit the ball out of the ballpark. If um, you know he he drives the baseball, he hits it with backspin, um, and again he's 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 a professional hitter.
2: All right, so. I'd say, you know, giving compliments to what Ken did. Um, maybe I'll ask him about what happened with Adrian Martinez there. Um, but good news from, from Ken. And just like we talked about, he had a good couple of solid outings heading into today. So hopefully he can continue to build off of those. And, you know, Tony, have you noted I'm just watching Waldachuk's demeanor, His body language is just different now. I feel like he had this like uptight kind of vibe to him. I feel like that just kind of gone away and he's got his confidence there. And I feel like that's the term that's been used over and over again. His confidence is in his stuff. He's always had that stuff, but maybe he knows it now. And I feel like him just being able to show it and why he deserves to be there. And Cody said that y'all talked to David Forrest about having patience with some of these guys, that certainly helps as, as well.
0: I'll tell you what. Ken Waldachuk, I don't know, I don't have the crystal ball on what his career is going to be like, but I'm not going to sub- be surprised if it's here, if it's somewhere else where one day we look up and this guy is just mowing people down and winning games because mm-hmm. he has he has talent. It's just right now. He doesn't know how to he doesn't know how to utilize it. And we were talking about that with Dave Stewart earlier. obviously, you know it to me it's not talking to Stu, the former A's great. It's Stu was a pitching coach. So it's like mm-hmm. Stu, how do you develop guys like this? And it's just at some point if that light ever turns on with that full confidence and, and a lot of that remember too, you could talk about release point. you could talk about stuff, but a lot of it for professional athletes, it's mental. It's what's going on between the years. It's that confidence that you have that you show up. You become that killer. You become Darth Vader since it's Star Wars night. You become that guy. And I'm not going to be shocked if someday that happens for Ken Waldachuk. I'm hoping that's in an A's uniform. But he's just one of those guys that has the type of talent that everybody in the league's going to see it. He's going to get a lot of chances. He just, at some point, will he be able to be that guy that you can rely on, let's say, every five days or on your staff to be able to go down and mow down some quality lineups? Because let's face it, what he faced tonight, the Orioles, they're one of the best teams in baseball. I mean, they're, they got 76 wins, and he went out there for five and two-thirds and gave up two, and there were some solo, two solo shots. Other than that, he was damn good.
2: Yeah, no, it was really good to see and I feel like this might this is definitely a positive heading into the off season where the A's want to look at what they do have and that's kind of starting with JP Sears and and having a guy behind him like Ken Waldachuk and we'll see what happens with you know Paul Blackburn these ty- these types um definitely want to create a rotation around them. Stay tuned as the A's Clubhouse Show continues. A lot more to go over and then we have more i guess star wars stuff to talk about to make cody happy and probably ray jensen who's listening at home so stay tuned
5: a podiatrist will tell you about your feet an orthopedist will tell you about your bones a physical therapist will analyze your gait a psychologist will help you manage your anxiety but what if they're all connected what if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org.
9: Who's feeling pretty confident about the SUV they drive? Ask anyone who owns a Honda.
7: We're a family of six, and our Honda is definitely like our number seven. It's a part of our family.
6: My Honda CRV has beauty, brains, and talent.
4: From the fuel efficient CRV
9: hybrid to the rugged passport to the three row pilot, there's a Honda SUV for every style of NorCal driver. All on sale now at your NorCal Honda dealer. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit norcalhondadealers.com.
4: Join First United Credit Union as they root on the A's to victory. First United Credit Union believes in being a good neighbor and supporting our local teams and local community. And for a limited time, you can earn one hundred dollars when you open a free checking account and use it. Use promo code Athletics when you apply. Learn more at firstunitedcu.org/athletics or stop by a local branch. Insured by NCUA.
3: drive in the left center field gap and deep it's going and it is gone a three run over for Rucker and the A's win it nine to
1: seven.
5: You're listening to A's cast.
3: And the fish to Tony and he hits a line drive base hit to right. Notice the third up with the ball Gonzalez around third is noted throw to the plate is offline and the A's have won it. A walk-off base hit to right by Tony Kemp has scored NOTA from second base.
2: This is the A's Clubhouse Show. All right, welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. The A's fall 7-2 to to the Orioles. We're going to get to George from Daly City. Hi, George. Before you talk, I know this was the return of of Fuji and I wanted to let you know I did get some inside info Fuji did say quote everybody was so nice to me when he's referring to the A's and I like the guys over there so I'm excited to see them but also to show them what I can do the moment I got that quote I let Miss Diaz hit a home run off of him but that's okay because I wanted George from Daily City to be happy
9: Jessica, thank you so much. That was great news. Great information. Thank you. You're thank very you. Oh, welcome. Wow.
2: How are you, my friend?
9: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Also, uh, since you mentioned Al- Aledna Diaz, uh, I do have one movie title for you, and I also have a a, a a popularity pop quiz for you, Jessica. Okay. Okay. So, But the first, the movie title is, um, you know, um, it's basically from that old 1975 movie. It's uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. No title okay. change needed there, because oh man, I can't believe how uh, he's gave gave up that home run. But Ledesma can't has a little bit of pop in his bat, and so you know when you give him that that weak uh, cutter or weak forkball, whatever he threw, Mazdias took care of him. He just knocked it right out of the it got intentionally the walked
2: later too. Like that's that's badass. I love that.
9: Yeah. And then, but then, you know, at the end of the game, you know, his base is loaded. It was his turn. I was hoping he was going to get a hit in there, but it was it definitely happen.
2: his turn. Yeah.
9: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but um, with the test, because remember Jessica, you mentioned, um, you know, on the clubhouse when Fujinami got traded, like once that information came out, you mentioned it, I was trying to call in and then two days later in Japan, uh, there was a survey done
2: uh-huh.
9: and the survey was, uh, for the top five active Japanese baseball players that are playing in the United States right now. Okay. And so there's five names in there. Um, but I, I'll give everything to you right now just because you could answer it. So Cody or uh, Townie, they could probably be in the bullpen for the, you know the Vulture win or something. But can you name the top five popular or most popular Japanese baseball players in the majors right now?
2: You, Darvish.
9: He was number four.
2: There's a guy named Otani, I think.
9: Otani was number one. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is, is Fuji one of them?
9: He would be number three.
2: Wow. Um... Two
4: more. Uh, uh, Yoshida from the Redskins. Why? Of hey, you're not allowed to oh, guess yet? No. Yeah, they
2: they said Cody, too. Well,
4: I thought Cody couldn't <laughs> guess
9: yet. Oh, Cody's in the bullpen. He ran on the field. Security. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Get his
0: ass out of here.
4: I wanted that vulture <laughs> one as George mentioned.
0: He's, a, he's got his shirt he got off. Stuff. He's got his Darth oh, Vader yeah. underwear on. Get him out of here.
9: Oh, man. He stole it. <laughs> Can, so, um, so that was number two. Yoshida Masaka is number two. But Yoshida's number, number two?
1: Five.
9: Yes. That's a joke. Two. He's been here no, one uh, year? Yoshida, he's bigger than Darvish? Uh, no, because Yoshida is on the uh, championship OREX Buffaloes teams and they're an uh, Osaka team, and they got really, really popular recently. And um, he also did get in WBC as well. So it's that it's that big Osaka-Kansai region popularity because it's like almost like, 20 million people there. So that's why Fujinami is so popular as well. Mm. Yeah. But can you get number five?
2: Wait, you was that right? To I mouthed it to Elias, but I'm nervous. Oh,
4: I, I didn't see who you said. Uh, I don't. I can't. Okay,
2: well then, I don't know.
4: Uh, Tani, go I mean, for it. Townie, we need
9: the Vulture win
4: here. I,
9: I,
2: Who's I think I know who it five? is. Well,
4: let's see if he knows it.
0: What are you at? Well, I, I, Mine was Yoshida.
8: I don't have another one. Oh,
0: I. Uh, right, Kenta so let me Ma- just
4: go down the list.
2: Maeda? So number
0: Kenta one. Maeda. Oh, uh, what's his name from the Mets?
8: Oh.
4: Oh, Kodai. The
0: uh, the Ghost Fork Singa. Correct.
9: correct.
0: So <laughs> <Cold laughs> I think at number five.
4: Oh, My Kenta
9: Kenta Maeda? No. Yeah. Yeah, Maeda. Maeda was not on the list.
0: Get out of here with Kenta Maeda. <laughs>
9: <laughs> no one's watching the Twins. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> the Ghost yeah, Fork, so I baby. It was really
2: interesting. I will say, and Fuji actually. Yeah, the Orioles were just in San Diego, so obviously Fuji got to, you know, reconnect with you, Darvish, and and he just straight up said, you know, I have no words or enough for respect, the, the respect that I have for him. He's helped on the sinker and sweeper grips with Fuji. Mm. Um, and that's one guy mm. you want to pick the brains of. I know, like, uh, Pitching Ninja, same thing. Definitely yeah. has a lot of respect what, 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 for you. Fu-
0: Fuji as a sweeper now?
2: Well, I think they were wor- <laughs> they're working on it.
0: No. Is that but why the ball kept see... going,
9: to, uh, going to the fence bullpen? <laughs> it was sweeping into the bullpen. Oh, god. <laughs> <laughs> no, but did you see, you, you, you got to watch the video on uh, Fujinami getting his first save, and I think he struck out the first guy, but the second batter he faced, I think it was Ford, because it was a lefty, and right after he got the strikeout, he threw the ball, whacked, he went straight into the backstop, and it punched out the, like the cushion back there, like the cushion just fell out of the backstop, I was like, oh my god.
0: Oh, did there was you, there was one that? game we were doing the post game, and it had to be done from uh, the. Uh, uh, it was one of the TV ones I did from from down the left field line. Fuji was warming up in the bullpen. He literally threw four balls that went into play that they had to call timeout. Four, and I think it was doing with Bip Roberts, and we're sitting there looking at each other, going, "Are you kidding me? This guy can't. This guy can't hit his catcher in the bullpen. This is Nuke LaLoosh
9: from Bull Durham." Hit the ball. <laughs> That's why we need you, divers as a pitching coach. <laughs> yeah.
8: Oh, yeah.
0: He, he, he'd be an expensive pitching coach. Oh,
9: man. Oh, man. Oh, All right,
0: George, thanks so much
2: weird. for the call. Appreciate it. All right, that was George from, from Daly City. Um, and I believe he he came in contact with Marcus and Renee. They they got a little photo together over there in Oh, the it was they, it was a
0: star studded yeah. thing. Like like Marcus and Renee, they were like they, seeing George, George was like seeing a rock star.
2: The George
4: from Daily City. Yeah, wow. yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't matter that Tommy and I met him. It's, it, the interns were like fanboys with George.
0: Oh, it was <laughs> it was like they were seeing BTS for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: was going to say Sugar, but yeah, <laughs> well, like Sugar.
0: Sugar is part of BTS, Cody.
4: Oh, see, see, where where I lack in uh, K-pop, I make it up with Star Wars knowledge.
2: Um, speaking of butter, because that's a, that's a Spanish um, or that's a song by BTS. Lawrence Butler, one of his teammates, thought that his last name was Butter, so they called him La Manteca. I believe that's how you pronounce it, or El Manteca, however you pronounce it. That's a fun little thing that I was told.
4: Interesting, never thought
2: of it. Montecchia or is what it is. Sorry.
4: I don't think you're really
0: um, confident in the story, Jessica.
2: I'm hundred <laughs> percent not confident in this
4: story. Wait, wait. So, so
0: wait. Let's get back to that. So, how confident are you in your Star Wars knowledge, Cody?
4: Uh, pretty confident. Right. I mean, you're talking about a guy that's wearing a Darth Vader wedding band right now. His lightsaber is his wedding band, and I got a photo with Darth Vader. I just happened to run into him in the press box. Did you do the uh, nerd alert, Jessica?
2: I've been giving him the noddler alert <laughs> eyes all day. It's like I can't relate on no. any level.
4: No. I have the perfect segue because Aletmus Diaz definitely used the force oh my with his two home runs tonight. His first multi-homer game since last year with the Astros, fourth of his career. The other ones were with Houston against the Giants in 2021 and in 2017 with the Cardinals against the Reds. Nice to see Aletmus coming out with a multi-homer game. The kind of power of the offense where we were, weren't seeing a lot, but the good starting pitching. But uh, I, I, as a guy to pick, the Letmus Diaz to be the team leader in home runs. I felt good after seeing that tonight. No, yeah.
0: you didn't. <laughs> you picked it. You did not pick <laughs> yeah, him. I, yes, I did. That did was my you pick. really? You, you
4: all went chalk with Seth Brown, <laughs> and, and you did. Well, you did Soderstrom to lead home runs and. Hey, he's, but, got yeah, he's got two. He's got two. I'm true. on the board. He he was he was right there with Letmus. We were tied until Letmus had the power surge tonight. But
0: everybody, everybody, don't worry. The A's new left fielder went yard twice tonight down at AAA.
4: That's true. Two home runs. He uh, he walked. I have a, I have it right in front of me. He walked again. Uh, so he ended up so far right now. He's two for three with three runs scored, two home runs, three RBIs, and a walk. He's in 400 in AAA, um, and I have the cut of it. If uh, Scott has it ready, David Force on Ace Cast Live yesterday talked about the plans for Ryan Nodo when he comes back from his rehab start in Las Vegas.
1: And I think Ryan will be back, hopefully, in the next few days. Got to make sure he gets his legs under him. He did miss a long time. You know, he's missed about a month
0: now. Uh, but he is getting some hits. He'll be back. Obviously, with, with Tyler here, you know, Ryan's going to play some outfield, too. So we'll, we'll mix him in to that group out there. But, yeah, I want to get him back out there for that, that same reason. Get him another five, six weeks of abs so we know exactly, you
8: know, what we've got.
4: Yeah, I mean... Tana, you mentioned it we talked about this before. where's where his spot going to be when he comes back? And it sounds like, you know, the outfield playing right field tonight, but yeah, he could be the new left fielder for the A's. No,
0: going why not? Yeah, he's gonna be the left. he's gonna be the first baseman. I think you're yeah, I don't he'll get some time out of that. I, I, right is now, it gonna be a
2: Seth Brown situation, kinda of similar to what he was doing last season.
0: Right now, who's your best defensive first baseman?
4: Probably Ryan Nota.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I mean I don't
2: Ryan Nota with a broken jaw is our best defensive first base.
0: They're gonna they're gonna have to and, and you know what? All these decisions that we talk about, whether it's here on the Clubhouse show or A's Cast Live or Ace Total Access, brought to you by Chevron, they're all good things that we're talking about. We're talking about competition, like where a guy's gonna play. I mean, we're starting to see it now. We're seeing Ruiz get moved off to left field. Butler going out to center. You're starting, you know, what's going to happen with Soderstrom? What are you going to do with Langoliers? Is Langoliers the catcher of the future? Susak, another first-round pick. He's coming, and he's been hitting. So you're going to have a lot of battles going on, first base, third base, shortstop. Hernay's at short with Nick Allen. So there's a lot of battles going on. And I had the conversation with Stu tonight, and Stu thinks – that they should start playing Soderstrom predominantly at catcher. I disagree. I think they should move them off catcher. But those type of conversations, we're now talking about a lot of guys that are you know, we're not we're not we're not begging here, right? We're not trying to sell a used car. We're we're actually we've got guys to talk about young players that can be competitive. We're going to be fighting each other for jobs. And it's, you know, with Ryan Noda, who's going to DH or get the most of the DH? Who's going to catch? I mean, This is all got, but right now I know for a fact they were calling for Ryan Nota other teams at the trading deadline, and he was off limits. So that tells you a lot about what they think about Ryan Nota, a Rule Five draft pick that you didn't totally know what you were getting. But they—he's their type of player, guys. He walks a ton. They love that.
2: Uh, He gets on base. He
0: gets on base.
2: Yeah. And, and I, I think he's also the type of player. I'm glad you mentioned that townie when he's not in the lineup, you can feel it. Yes. And, and I'm, I'm not point. just talking about necessarily the numbers, which are definitely imperative, but just his energy alone. And um, I know a couple of the guys on the triple a team and they're just, they were like, Jess, who is this dude? And I'm like, yeah, I, he's just fantastic. And just his, his confidence alone just really adds to that lineup. And, and I'm excited to have him back and, it, it, it sounded like it was more of a mental thing, just kind of what Forrest said, you know, you know, getting his legs underneath, but the confidence is certainly there. I mean, imagine just, like, breaking your jaw, and balls are coming at you, and that's got to be something to adjust to. Um, and so it's just good to see him getting those reps, and obviously his, his hitting is good, and I – I know he did play some outfield. I don't really remember how that fared as far as that on the defensive end, but what to see what he does at first and for him to translate that out to the outfield is certainly good. You want to talk about Geloff and why not? Because the guy has just been amazing. By the eighth inning today, he was batting three oh two and it's through his first 30 major league games. We are never going to run out of stats for this guy.
4: Yeah, he's been impressive. And real quick on Noda. He's also leading off in Vegas, and he's led off a few times for the A's in their lineup this year. A first baseman that gets on base by walking and leading off, why not have him lead off more? Because we're kind of trying to figure out what's the plan with SC Ruiz when he's not hitting, because if he's not hitting, he's not getting on base. So Noda gets on base, so he might be a guy maybe we look at leading off some more going forward. But Geloff, ninth multi-hit game already of his career.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
4: We're in August. And you yeah. got called up less than a month, what, a little over a, a little month over ago? a month ago, yeah. That's impressive. And, Tony, are we moving the statue from Championship Plaza to. We're, where are we moving it to now? Because it was Championship Plaza yesterday.
0: Well, I haven't checked the updated list uh, for the votes. Athletics.com slash vote. That's athletics.com slash vote. Uh, vote for where you want the Zach Geloff statue and for next year's uh, Hall of Fame. You can write in. Zach Goloff, by the way, there's a write in option. You yeah. can write him in and we can just give him his green jacket next year. But it, it was, wasn't it funny going into today, into the pregame show, where you're like, wow, kind of an off night. He was only one for four. Like yesterday, I
2: know. You're and like, then, what's going on with him? Yeah, it's just one for four.
0: That's kind of. A, is that's he kind okay? Of a, it's a week night. <laughs> we we should,
2: we should, I should have asked Ken that. I'm like, you know, we went one for four. What's going on with Gallo?
0: Did, did, did the trainer see him? I mean, is there? <laughs> does he need an MRI? And then all of a sudden tonight, here you go again. Two hits, two for three, walk twice. I mean, it, it's like when you talk about a guy in the NBA, and I can't stop saying this: when a guy gets Points, rebounds, assists, steals. He just fills up the stat sheet. That's what Geloff is like. He just does everything. It's amazing. Mm. And I love what David Force said on A's Cast Live. We'll pump the show again. Uh, David Force on Friday said it, you know, because I'm like, hey, man, everybody's all about this exit velocity and barrel rates, but we got a bunch of guys who hit it hard and got garbage numbers. and And he flat out said, take all that stuff once you know we evaluate players at the minor league level to get to the big league level but once you get to the big league level david's words were all that garbage goes out that goes out it's just all about production do you help the team win or not and geloff hits the ball hard or he doesn't hit it hard he just he's always hitting it where guys aren't and he's getting on base and he's hitting and he's just he can steal bags and it, it's so refreshing to watch last you know what how about this the last time we saw a guy play like this, I'll give you guys – I'll be like George. I'll give you guys a guess. Who's the last – now, now Geloff didn't exactly run like this guy, but when's the last time we saw a guy that just was doing so much, it was just so much fun to watch?
4: Um. Are you talking overall or just for the A's?
0: For the A's, what do you think I'm talking? what do you think I'm talking about? Kansas City
4: Royals. Uh, well, I think well, if you're comparing to Bobby Wood Jr., that's high praise already. Um, we're talking speed. Uh,
0: guy just Royals. did it. He showed up. He did everything. It was like, wow, I forgot what it was like to watch a player like this. Cool. That would be Starling Marte. Oh, uh, I, Starling I Marte of, showed up and reminded Yeah, I was thinking of
2: somebody younger. Star- I
0: said somebody somebody who showed up and just did it all. That was Starling. It was like refreshing to watch Starling change the game in so many different ways. And then he left, and it was back to like, oh, yeah, a bunch of three true outcome guys. Zach Geloff reminds me of a player. I'm not saying they're a comparison and a comp. I'm just saying the way that he plays, he's always on base. He's always hitting, he's always running, scoring, defense. It's a pleasure to watch somebody like this. It's a lot of fun. It makes you like, I can't wait to see what he does tomorrow.
2: Yeah. Well, when I, I think back to that trade deadline, and I get warm fuzzies. That was a beautiful trade deadline.
4: Yeah, 56 games, uh, selling Marte at 316 with five homers, 30 RBI, 25 steals, and an 824 OPS in 2021 for the A's. And, you
2: know, actually, Tony you'll appreciate this because, you know, I'm, I'm close with Clint Hurdle. I, I, I sat down with him once. This is right after the – I think it was Marte and then Harrison eventually ended up on Jay-Hay, the A's. Yeah. So I picked his brain about these guys. And he said there was one point where Marte was having growing pains – only because he was in the shadow of Andrew McCutcheon. And I would imagine if you're in the shadow of Andrew McCutcheon, all you can do is improve yourself. And he was definitely a guy where he, he had the build. You look at him and he's just solid. Nothing's getting past him. And when you're learning from a guy like that, and of course you're being mentored by Clint Hurdle, that's all obviously always going to help And there were so many strong candidates on that team. He just kind of had to find his own way and get out of his own way. And the next thing you know, he's just one of the most solid players. Now, of course, he's kind of injury ridden. But that guy learned so much from Andrew McCutcheon and then was able to create his own thing and just became this phenomenal player.
0: Yeah, and and obviously having a tough year this year, and injuries have have really hurt him. I think he's about 34. He's only played in like 85 or something like that Games It's been tough for him. But uh, you know what I would like to see? I'd like to actually, from here on out, I'd like to see Zach Galoff just hit second every game. Just say we have 39 games left, right? Mm -hmm. 39 games for the next 39 games when he plays, bat him second. Don't put him at third. Don't put him where – bat him second. Get this young man consistency so he knows every day when he wakes every wakes up every morning, I'm playing second base, and I'm hitting second.
2: Something I'm I – I don't want to use the, the term concern, but Ken Korak did bring it up during the, the broadcast with SD batting leadoff, which we all understand that he's getting hit by the ball a lot, and it's very much death taxes hit by pitch with him. Today it looked a little scary. It almost looked like he was leaning into the pinch. And I think I look over at Brandon Hyde over there in the visiting dugout, and he was on the phone, and I wasn't sure if he was possibly seeing if he could challenge the call. But I'm very much about putting yourself out there and getting on base and what have you. But even Kotz said that he was a little concerned about him getting hurt.
0: From getting hit by pitches? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be part of the game. I mean, he got hit on the hand, and I think Hyde was wondering whether that hit the bat. But uh, but he's got the pad on the hand. He's got the pad on the arms. I mean, for him, it helped his on base. Yeah. And let's, let's be real. If he doesn't get hit by pitches, he hasn't been swinging it well. And this is, this is something that when we were all so excited about him, you know, it was like, okay, well, what happens when he stops hitting? How's he going to get on base? Because he doesn't walk. He's a free swinger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like it's it's like what they put up on NBC Sports California. He's two for his last 17 with runners in scoring position. So once he doesn't hit, how does he contribute? Because if he doesn't hit, he doesn't get on base. If he doesn't get on base, he doesn't steal bases. So And he's not winning you any type of baseball games with his defense. He's not going to mm-hmm. win it with his glove. He's not going to win it with his arm. So if he's not hitting, what does he bring into the party? Yeah.
2: All right, we're heading into our final segment. Do we say goodbye to you now, Townie?
0: You say goodbye to me now. What time What time do I got to be there tomorrow?
4: What time's pre? 12.25, I believe, is pregame. 1.07 first pitch.
2: Yeah, that sounds about right. Who do we
0: got? Oh, you it'll be David Mark, Forst. I mean, uh, uh, Mark uh, Mark Kotze, yeah. And do you have, or or, or is, do, do we have part, of, was it part nine of Melanie Newman tomorrow?
2: <laughs> no, I believe we're done with Melanie, so we're going to figure something else. Either I'll join you live or I'll I'll grab somebody.
0: Or you can take the day off and we'll play two parts of Katse and we'll give oh, you yeah, Sunday. Yeah,
2: Sunday. You guys don't need me. No, no.
0: You can have, you know what? Sunday fun day.
2: I will, I'll, and I'll be here, but yes.
0: Oh, you still got to show up, huh?
2: I still got to show up. I mean, yeah. my, my best friend's over there. I'm going to I'm going to
0: your bestie, bestie, going.
2: my bestie, bestie. And I love coming here even. On, and I'll obviously, there's always stuff for me to do around here.
0: I got to tell you, for, and, and I know they've had a rough little thing with a broadcaster. We all know that. But if we get past that, uh, I'm happy for Baltimore. I really mm-hmm. am. I mean, you got to think that. You've been sitting there getting your ass handed to you by the Yankees, the Red Sox for so many years. It is such a proud tradition of baseball. When you think of all the great players, all the great teams, the Hall of Famers, the All-Stars, Cy Youngs, MVPs, 20-game winners, Earl Weaver, that whole the Baltimore Oriole Way, the Ripken family, that whole thing, to all of a sudden being a doormat in baseball. I mean, go back in baseball history and, and you look at the sixties, you look at the seventies, you look at the seventies, the A's and the Orioles did battles so many times. The the Orioles are a big part of our history. And yeah. just to see them fall off to just just be a, a, a clown show was just it was awful to see that beautiful ballpark and no one going there anymore. No it just it was just it was sad. But that's gone. I mean, they are they are a strong team and Did Tampa end up winning their uh, second game? They lost the first one. Did they win the second down in Anaheim?
4: They they won 18 to – I think it was 18 to 4. They won the second game. Okay,
0: so, I mean, they – so they gained a half game on uh, the Rays. I mean, it's still a tough battle with 39 games left, but uh, I'm happy for everybody in Baltimore. And, Jessica, Cody has been trying to save the Padres all year long – Cody loves Nando dancing. He likes Fernando Tatis and Nando and all their handshakes and they're jumping around and all that kind of stuff. Cody just doesn't want to admit the Padres are done. I've been trying to tell you. They're, they've been done for – are they done now? They were done weeks ago.
4: Yeah, they're, they're the other team we can add in that category is, can we finally say the Yankees are done? They're three games under. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Yan- Yankees are done. They are done.
2: Wasn't it them and the Red Sox was like the first time since, what, 1995 were their last in the division?
0: Isn't it glorious? Yeah. It's so it's great. It's every morning to wake up and go to the standings and see the Yankees at the bottom and the Red Sox right next to them, it's, like, awesome. I hope this, is like, lasts forever.
4: <laughs> it might. It might last. Well, at least for this year, it'll yeah. last the rest of this year, for sure, because they, they, they're not going to. I mean, Aaron Boone said, I feel the turnaround coming, and then they got their uh, behind handed to them today by the Red Sox again uh, this morning.
2: Yeah. You can't not say that as a manager, though. I think you have to say that. Turnaround's coming. Oh yeah,
0: it's coming. Hey, it's coming. Hey, well, uh, so you're so you're waiting for the last month, then, huh?
4: Yeah. <laughs> it's like an NFL team. There's going to get hot to play ride the wave into the playoffs.
0: We only have to win the next eight games in the NFL to even have a chance at the playoffs. Yeah. We're going to make this. A- hey, you guys, I want to end on this. Just remember, no matter what, trust the process.
4: Thank, okay. you all, thank you, Joel Embiid and Sam Hinckley. And
2: remember, oh, I that was a Star Wars thing.
0: He's a baseball player, and he's a professional hitter. Yep.
2: Mm.
4: He has, hey, don't forget he has professional at-bats.
0: Yeah, professional hitter. <laughs> You're a professional hitter, Jessica.
2: I try to be. I try to be.
0: Talk to you guys tomorrow.
2: Thanks, Tammy. That was Chris Townsend. Stay tuned as A's Clubhouse continues. We're going to go over a little bit more toward the end of and go over this game. And then we'll see what's on deck.
1: Area, And that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com.
5: My ride smells just right, <laughs> just right, just right, just right. Y'all got to try that for Breeze Car. Just right, just right, just right, just right. Yeah. La, 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 la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With up to 40 days of consistency, all low for Breeze Car. Clips right on your pit. Yeah, you know yeah. Place. Keep smile on my face, when it smells just right, just right, just right. And happy la, 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 la. Watch parties aren't what they used to be ever since
2: we got Xfinity.
7: Now that kids can easily stream all their favorite stuff, they just have to worry about what's on the charcuterie board.
6: Are these just cut-up hot dogs and spray
3: cheese?
6: The best way to stream your favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Now through September 6th, get Xfinity Gig Internet for $25
1: a
2: month for two years with no annual contract when you add Xfinity Mobile. Switch today. Requires paperless billing and auto-pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. After promo, regular rates apply to Internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary.
4: If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy to use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep.
5: A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. An orthopedist will tell you about your bones. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if they're all connected? What if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org.
3: Some days I
2: cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi, Kism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses.
5: today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit
2: skyrizzy.com or call one 866 sky to learn more.
6: At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail. The ones who fuss, tinker and sweat the small stuff because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way. Offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional-grade products. Call, click Grainger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
1: You're listening to The A's Clubhouse Show.
2: Welcome back to The A's Clubhouse Show here on A's Cast and The A's Radio Network. Jessica Klein-Schmidt and Cody Elias here. We have Scott Pastorino who's been helping us throughout the night over there in studio for tomorrow we have the oh, let's see now it's time to see what's on deck presented by ashby lumber ashby lumber for all your building and remodeling needs learn more at ashbylumber.com ace total access presented by chevron begins at 12:25. i'll be off for the pregame show i will miss most of you Mark Kotze, we will have him stop by the show. Maybe we'll see what's going on as far as dipping into the bullpen to get Adrian Martinez. Tommy Everidge, the A's hitting coach, will join us as well, heading up to first pitch at 107. J.P. Sears will get the start for us. Having a phenomenal season. Love everything that he's doing. Just been consistent and strong and his secondary stuff. He's introducing the, ch- the change up into his repertoire a lot more. He'll be going up against Kyle Bradish um, third game of a three game stint against the, Bal- st- the Baltimore Orioles here at the Coliseum should be another toasty one
4: for first time. The A's have lost a series against the Orioles since 2017 mm. a season series, not just a series season series. So hopefully they can salvage the finale of the, the three game set tomorrow J.P. Sears, limit the home runs. That's all. He Other than that, he does great. But Couldn't he, do
2: worse than the home he, runs yeah. tonight.
4: But, uh, he, well, it was Lance Lynn leading the American League in home runs. I think now J.P. Sears since Lance Lynn's now a Dodger. and Apparently, Lance Lynn's, uh, f- he completely figured himself out. He's great. He's did good. you see
2: that graphic? Uh, with which one? I'll send you a graphic, and it says, like, all these guys who went from whatever team they were on previously to the Dodgers, the numbers are night and day.
4: Uh, well, I, I didn't see what the Dodgers did tonight, um, but coming into tonight, they've lost two games in August. So mm-hmm. uh, they're they're a machine in August over the last few years. They so.
2: are a machine. A lot of those guys. The ERA's dropped and the batting average rise.
4: Kike yeah, Hernandez and, and Ahmad, uh, Ahmed Rosario have been nice finds for Andrew Friedman and company down there in in LA. But yeah, I'm ho- I'm looking forward to seeing JP Sears pitch tomorrow. Hopefully we see Lawrence Butler and mm-hmm. t- Tyler Soders from start the game and not come in off the bench. Yeah. And uh and Gellif can get a couple more hits, and so we can talk about putting his statue maybe up on Mount Davis. I mean, because we're going to move from Championship Plaza somewhere. We'll put the number twenty, maybe either next next to Raleigh or Eck up there. That's as well. by the way, that's a
2: strong number to have too. Yeah. Number twenty. He's feeling that very well. Thank you guys for tuning in to a the A's Clubhouse Show um, here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. The A's fall seven to two to the Baltimore Orioles. Cody Elias and Jessica Kleinschmidt bidding you adieu. We'll see you tomorrow at the ballpark.
1: This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.